0: uses profanity and topics may be disturbing for some listeners listen at your own risk welcome to hell on hills podcast i'm bryce
1: i'm brianna i'm amanda
0: and welcome back to episode 30 i think Mm -hmm. yeah episode 30 we're getting up there in the age so
2: how are you talking about i'm 32
0: i know we're catching up to you amanda that's what i'm trying to say Wow, rude. (laughs) How are you guys?
1: All right. I'm doing all right. Y'all know, but the listeners don't. Um, It just took me 32 minutes to start Discord up. That's how slow my computer is right now.
0: I think you just need a new computer.
1: Literally, my mom's computer works fine. And she's got like the two inch more... Like but the exact same thing, but it...
0: Just because it's the same brand doesn't mean it has the same components in it.
1: Well, I can't afford another computer right now, so I'm going to have to ask for it for like my birthday, and that's not going to be for another almost three months. You yeah, should do parents. what I did and talk your husband into getting a
2: new
0: computer and then taking his old one.
1: I don't have an, I don't have a husband. That okay, step like one.
0: Problem. Step one, figure yeah. that out.
1: Okay, <laughs> y- you talk to Jack. And let yep. him know. Because I've brought it up and he's like, no, I want to be financially stable. That's bullshit. Oh, I can fix that too. What you do is you get married and then you have a kid. And then oh, no, you can get No, 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 no. no. He he wants to be financially stable before he even gets married.
2: Well, I'm not going to be
1: until I'm 28. Another. We've been dating for... Three years now? Yeah, we're gonna be dating for another, like, five until he's ready.
3: Look, you're talking to millennials. We understand finances and bullshit. That's why me and James said, fuck it, let's be poor together.
0: That's what Cody and I did. <laughs> we should be poor together. Yeah, you figure it out. <clears throat> it also gave me control of all of his money so that I could actually put us so that we're financially set. Not <laughs> set oh, but girl,
1: I, I spend, I'm a huge spender. Jack is... The good one with money awesome. well, the well, good thing now good is, uh, with
0: money.
3: The good thing now is if anything happens, it's James's fault because i don't I don't work, so I don't really deal with finances. I just tell them how much I need for groceries. Well,
0: look at you go hmm. all right. well, Amanda, do you have any updates, anything like that? You know you're getting ready to go on vacation.
2: <laughs> uh, I went
3: to the doctor today and got blood work to make sure uh, my liver is still deciding to do its job while I'm on this medicine. And then Wednesday, I have another doctor's appointment. um yeah, I got a lot to do. <laughs> I'm still washing clothes and packing, like, but I do have two suitcases half packed.
0: Wow, so technically, that's one whole suitcase right? exactly so i I think that counts for something,
1: yeah. So we're getting Wait, there. I'm sorry. You said that you have two small suitcases packed. And then Bryce, you said no, that that's
0: two suitcases half packed. Yeah.
1: Oh, Oh. okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: I have mine like half packed. And hers, her clothes are like almost completely packed. So the rest of it will just be like diapers and stuff. No, it's not. I just bought a new box. It's way easier. <laughs> but, but yeah, the other toiletries and stuff. So I'm like almost halfway I mean, but you'll need diapers for, like, traveling and stuff, right? Yeah, but she's got a diaper bag for that. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. I mean, I'm going to be gone for, like, nine days. So, regardless, she's going to need a new... She goes to, like, a box a week, roughly. So, it's easier to just buy more when I'm down there. and That's less I have to deal with.
0: It's easier to do that for any type of vacation. Not necessarily for diapers. But if you're going to be down somewhere for nine days and you're flying... Or oh even driving, God. just freaking buy new stuff while you're there. Yeah.
3: A house, everything.
0: Yeah, just buy everything there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amanda, I know you're really excited about this story because it was suggested by the Pod Father.
3: Yes. I um, <laughs> highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Very good recommendation. So thanks, Pod Father.
0: Speaking of, um, <gasps> For those of you, Podfather is my father. He has been anointed that by Amanda. And mm-hmm. he, oh, by the way, Amanda, I text him and he said, and I quote, good. <laughs> good. So well, there you have it.
3: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad he approves. That's going to make it easier to say, um, even though he can't tell, really tell us otherwise. <laughs> i mean he can but he doesn't know where i live so but i have your address so oh uh, was he like did he ever interrogate people did he learn how to do that
0: i have no idea he does this thing with me where he goes truth stare and then he stares at me in a very stupid face and i just laugh so you'd probably get anything out of me
3: okay yeah delete that
2: oh. message
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'm excited for your story because i know some of the details not a lot Because I was going to do it. But then I was like, "Mm, no. So go ahead and take over, Amanda. So I was really excited because, uh,
3: spoiler alert, I thought there was cannibalism in this and there was not. But it's it's still pretty gnarly. That might be the only thing he didn't do. Yet. So, yeah. Um, I want to start out by saying Olivia LaVoice. She's a reporter at KGET News in Bakersfield, California. First of all, that bitch, she's awesome. She did like a 6 pay her and uh, KGET, the news station. They did, they released a six-part podcast about him. And I got so much information on there. It's called Men with a Thousand Faces. They're like 40, 45 minute longs each. And I really, really appreciate her because she included a lot of information about the first victim and that was really hard to find she almost felt like she was overshadowed and she included a lot of information on her so i really like that she seemed really respectful y'all go listen to man with a thousand faces podcast is wonderful.
0: add it to my list
3: november 13th 2011 at the el morocco motel in bakersfield california an employee finds the body of 36-year-old mother of six Yvette Peña in room 19. Yvette Peña, she was born May 15th, 1975. Danielle Peña Gonzalez, her little sister, said that she had an insatiable need to love. Danielle, she she became the mother figure of I'm sorry, I switched those up. Yvette Peña, the older sister and our victim, she had become the mother figure of Danielle when their mother couldn't.
0: Wait, who's the victim? Yvette or Danielle?
3: Yvette is the victim. Okay. Danielle, it's a little sister. I wrote okay. I wrote the, word, the names backwards in my notes and I didn't realize until I was reading them. Okay. So Yvette really quickly became the mother for Danielle because their mother couldn't. She was 15 when Yvette was born and their mother also had the mental capacity of a nine-year-old. She worked at a bar. They were poor pretty much their entire life. So Yvette stepped in and, you know, helped out. And Danielle said that my sister put me to bed. She bathed me. She cooked for me. She took care of me. I don't even remember my mom. It was just me and my sister. Um, At the age of 10, Yvette uh, began being abused. She was put in the hospital. I'm sorry. Danielle, her sister, was put in the hospital as a baby and she was put on machines to live. The mother's boyfriend was a successful drug dealer is how he was described. And he paid the bills for the machines so baby Danielle could come home. I mean, I
0: appreciate that he did that. Mm-mm. Oh, never he mind.
3: started sexually abusing Danielle and threatened to stop paying for the medical care and said he would assault Danielle instead if she didn't let him. Uh, you are this,
2: fucking kidding. How old know.
3: was Danielle at this point? She was 10. She said that this went on for two years before Yvette finally, I'm sorry, did you say how old was Danielle or Yvette? Danielle. Oh, Danielle was just a baby. And Yvette was only 10 years old. So he was sexually abusing a baby or Yvette? He was sexually abusing Yvette, but if she wouldn't let him, he threatened to abuse the baby instead.
1: Okay. The baby? Mm -hmm. How old was he?
3: I didn't go into much information on him just because the sources didn't really go into it that I could find. And it would be impossible for me to try to piece that together with no information. But he was, from my understanding, he was, I mean, at least in his mid 20s, early 30s, somewhere around. He was a, a man. He was a grown adult man. Literally raping a baby,
1: a threatening child. to rape a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh my
3: word. Well, <laughs> this went on for two years before she finally told her mom, before a vet finally told her mom what was happening. And her mother's boyfriend was arrested. And after he was arrested, both children were examined by medical professionals, and both children showed signs of being sexually abused. So this was when Yvette was 12, and her sister would have been two years old. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. Yvette said, or I'm sorry, Yvette's sister said that Yvette ended up feeling responsible for this, and she tried to commit suicide multiple times at 12 years old, because she thought... She did something wrong. And that's why her little... Like, she couldn't protect her little sister. And she really burdened a lot of the blame because of that. And she did for a long time. That poor girl. The boyfriend, by the way, he was sentenced to three years in prison for felony sex crime involving a child. And he served about one before he was paroled. Yvette moved out. And she had her first child as a teenager as well at the age of 16. Their family described her as a good mom. She loved being a mom. She was involved in the church. Unfortunately, in 2004, she began using meth, and she was just really having a hard time because of her uh, because of her past, her childhood. And she had kind of she had kind of done a, a couple of things to cope with that. I believe she started out with either alcoholism or weed, but I'm not really sure, but she ended up. At meth, <clears throat> the same year she would lose custody to uh, her children due to her drug use, and documents showed that Pena was never abusive or neglectful to her kids. She lost them strictly because of her drug use. It's so
2: After sad,
3: it's yeah. This was this was really rough. Um. February of 2011, Yvette was arrested and she gave birth prematurely in jail. After the birth, she bailed out of jail and she started going to programs to clean up and she was trying to get her baby back. Like I said, her family said she was a great mom. It's what she was like born to do. And she was just determined to get, she wanted her children back. She wanted to get her life back together for the sake of that child. (laughs) Courts, they even dropped the charges against Yvette. And that kind of shows us how hard she was working to stay clean. Since the baby was born prematurely, it was in a hospital. And her sister said that Yvette spent all of her time at the hospital with that baby. She visited multiple times a day, went back and forth. Her sister said that she would take her. Other people would sometimes take her. If she couldn't find anyone to take her, her sister said Yvette would walk to the hospital to spend time with her child.
0: That just shows how good of a person she is. Like, she had Mm -hmm. a dark spot, but...
3: A lot of people have dark spots. Some are just worse than others. Hers, unfortunately, was. Um, One day, for unknown reasons, she missed an appointment, and social workers told her that she wouldn't get that baby back. And that is when Danielle said her sister got really bad really fast. She turned back to drugs. And Danielle said about Yvette, no matter what, I love her. I always did. I never stopped. No matter where she lived, no matter what she did, no matter how mad I was at her decisions, I still loved her. Peña had been living at El Morocco Motel for a few months when she was found gagged and stabbed. There were three murder weapons, two knives, and a pair of scissors, and they were all found still in her back, and she had shown signs of being sexually assaulted. She was believed to have been dead for five days before anybody found her. Her body was... Five days? Five days.
2: Mm -hmm. This poor woman cannot get a break. And y'all are going to get angry about that in a few minutes too, the five days.
3: Her body was said to have been so badly decomposed that she had to be immediately cremated. Danielle said that that was just another, like, shock and hurt to her family that they would not let anybody see her. Danielle said that she requested a lock of hair since she wasn't able to see the body and they actually denied her because of the amount of blood that was in the hair. They didn't really want to give her that. And all of this you can hear her sister talking to on the podcast that I mentioned earlier. I think the fourth episode is all about Danielle, Pen- or sorry, Yvette Peña Danielle is on there. She's the one talking. And like I said, it's just, oh God, it was a really good podcast. That I- gruesome. Four days after Peña was found, police named Jamie Osuna as a suspect and asked people to call with his whereabouts. He was considered armed and very dangerous. Osuna... Was born March 7th, 1988. Screw you. We almost have the same birthday. You piece of shit. No father. His mother, he described as inconsistent. He was abused by his stepfather. His stepfather once tied him to a tree and whipped him when he was five. His uncle threw a brick at his head when he was eight. His. Mother talked about his father throwing Jamie out of a moving car while he was strapped in his car seat. What? hmm Because Wait. he was crying because he needed a diaper.
0: That's not how you handle that.
3: Yeah. His stepfather... We, we know that, but they don't. His stepfather, Jeff, was not a good man.
2: <clears throat>
3: to put it lightly. He... Jamie was forced to sit at the table and watch his siblings eat. Then, after they were done eating, he was made to eat his food off the floor like a dog. Why was he so hated? Because there were two children. When Jamie's mother married his stepfather, she had two sons. The older one went to live with the grandparents eventually, but he did experience some of this hatred. But he went to live with the grandparents. But again, for unknown reasons, the grandfather did not like Jamie, could not stand him. So he wouldn't, eventually they took him in, but he would not allow him to come live with him. And his mother said that she didn't understand why, because Jamie was, he wasn't one of these people from what she said that was born evil. She said as a kid, he was really loving, really affectionate, but the stepfather would get upset. And she said, she literally said she had to hide the fact that she hugged her child because she was abused by this guy too. And she went on to say, um, one time in particular, he beat her with a belt and then literally poured salt in her wounds.
0: Oh, he can fuck right on off.
3: Yeah. His other two children that were his and hers together, he was apparently like a great dad too. He was really good. But Jamie, he like multiple multiple ways that she would say he abused him
1: oh my word that's crazy <laughs> now i actually feel bad for jamie don't
0: no no i don't feel bad i don't i mean his upbringing getting sucked ass but i also know what he did. So
3: yeah don't feel bad for him at all mostly because a lot of people go through stuff like this and they don't kill people Like, I hate saying that. Nobody deserves to go through something like this as a kid, as a mother, as a wife, nothing. But you also don't have to kill people. Now, later on, Jamie will do an interview where he tells a little bit about himself. He started cutting when he was 12. He started torturing and killing animals when he was eight or nine years old. And he even told a story about when his mom wasn't home, he would take their cat and he would put it in the oven for 15 minutes, and then he'd take it out and put it in the freezer for 15 minutes.
1: What? The cat survived?
3: I don't know. He didn't really go into whether or not it survived, but I don't. I, I, don't, I don't. I can't fathom why somebody would do that. I mean, we're all animal lovers here. I just don't get it. And honestly, I didn't want to read into any more stories about that. I don't believe. Please you. don't.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want any more information.
3: He claimed that he was raised by the streets. He dropped out of school in the ninth grade. He was in gangs and a lot of, he spent a lot of time incarcerated for smaller yet gradually worsening crimes. He was arrested at different times for assault, spousal abuse, resisting arrest, pretty much like, you know, everything you see to somebody getting worse and worse. Later, while he was in jail doing this interview with Olivia LaVoice, he, we don't know if it's true, but he did admit to killing two other women. This has never been proven. Uh, he claimed that he did it, I think, when he was 13 and 14, something like that. But he did kill somebody at the age of 15 and went to jail for it.
0: Wait, why was he out of jail then?
2: He's, he's just in and out his
0: whole life. In and out. But if he No, if he killed someone at the age of 15. I have no idea. He was no most idea. likely
1: sent to Juvie. Well, no, I couldn't cause they can still that. try
0: him as an adult, but I mean. they. Probably I mean, wouldn't. it
1: depends on the state. A lot of the well, time. Well,
0: a lot of times it just depends on severity. And so mm. this is California, right? Yeah. So I'm surprised he wasn't tried as an adult. Maybe it was just the time. I don't know. But Continue.
3: No, I can't remember. I think he might have shot somebody, but his mother did say, "Like this is the first time he went to prison for that." Was when he was fifteen. She talks about that a little bit. He met Jane in December of two thousand eight. This is not her name. You can very easily find her name. I didn't put it in there because she was she was a victim too. And is this his wife. Yep. And the two main sources that I used refer to her as Jane. So. I went along with it, too. (laughs) He met her in December of 2008. She was, at the time, a 37-year-old mother of four. She was a retired nurse. And she actually worked at a psych unit of a prison before she was attacked by an inmate. And that attack is what sent her into retirement. She was dancing with a man at a party when Osuna stabbed him with a knife that he got from the kitchen. And Osuna had never met this man. He's. (laughs)
1: Was this a party with a lot of people? Like, he just straight up did it in front of everyone? Uh, Kinda. So, this
2: party, um, the party was at her house. It was actually her
3: 16-year-old son and her nephew's party. And they invited a bunch of people over. Osuna, at the time, I believe he was in his early 20s. And... They had never met either. It was her nephew that was friends with Osuna and had invited him. She's dancing with this guy and it pissed the nephew off. And the nephew asked Osuna, hey, go, I guess, hey, go take care of this for me. I don't know. I don't know how you ask people to assault people for you, but he didn't like it. So he told Osuna and Osuna got a knife out of the kitchen and they went and talked. And then from my understanding, they went outside and that's where Osuna stabbed him. And it wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't fatal or anything. I mean, he was obviously stabbed, but wasn't serious. Osuna was charged with assault and violating parole because, surprise, he's on parole when he does this. And he goes back to prison. While he's in prison, he starts writing Jane. And he, he's basically, she describes it as he's saying all the right things. He starts courting her. And he kind of spins it as like, oh, I was, I did that for you. I was defending your honor. Just shit like this. And. Okay, says, ladies,
0: men don't need to defend your honor. Defend it for yourself.
3: Yeah. And not by stabbing somebody. That too. You're damn straight. <laughs> so they do start talking. And when he gets released from prison, they make plans to meet up. She offers to pick him up from the bus stop. So they do that. And she said he suggests going to a hotel room and getting a, a, groom, a room for the night. This is a 39-year-old 30, woman, okay? She, she knows what he means. She knows what he's getting at. But also, she's like, eh, I can have some fun too. Like, you know, it's supposed to be a one-night stand, no strings attached or anything like that. So she's like,
2: all right, I might as well get something out of this. Those are my words, not hers. And... um. <sighs> She got pregnant from that one time, which she was really surprised about
3: because she didn't even know. She said she thought she was premenopausal. She was 39. She she didn't even know this was an option. So she tells Jamie about it and she said that he is all gung-ho. He is ready. He wants to be a good dad. He's excited. He told her he wanted to be the dad that he never had. and. She's like, all right. So they move in together.
0: It's a sweet sentiment, but.
3: Well, she said he helped her out a lot during her pregnancy. She was mainly bedridden. She did have her retirement. So she said she took care of the bills and he took care of everything else, including her. And he was always there. Just she called him like father of the year. Now, Jamie starts telling her that. He's old fashioned and he wants them to get married. So they do. They have a small wedding at a family member's house. And she said that Jamie was like groomzilla through this whole thing. He was super involved. He seemed excited. He was there for all of the
1: planning. Just kind of seeming like very ready to be a father, ready to be a husband. Exactly. I don't exactly know the term groomzilla, but I know that bridezilla refers to like a bitch during for your wedding is that what he was or was I he just say like, it's a, happy?
0: I wouldn't say it's well, a bitch it's not, very it's very controlling and detail oriented and they want what they want it's yeah, not yeah. necessarily that, being a bitch
1: that, it's yeah it's not that, always not not, a bad I meant. thing i just meant to say it like shorter but yeah you're yeah. right you're right it's not always so, a bad thing but it can get they can get bad fast was he kind um, of like that just very controlling yeah not necessarily
3: right. controlling but excited and he wanted to be a part of it Where. If, a lot of men, when they get married, they're just like, I don't know, the beige napkins look great. Osuna, he, he wanted to be a part of it all. Unfortunately, not long after they got married, Osuna started getting violent. They started arguing more. Um, she described one time where he was choking her and she cut him with glass from a broken picture frame. She actually sliced an artery on his arm and she said that he duct taped it up and walked away
2: hmm
1: Like a main artery on his arm. He just straight up duct taped it. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I get that if you don't have the materials, you know, don't use them. But I mean, I have heard of people who have literally just stapled their arm. But I mean, duct taping? Was that really a thing? I mean, I don't think, I imagine you could. But if
3: somebody slices an artery in your arm, I would not recommend duct taping it back together.
0: Probably not the greatest idea. Not medically advised. Probably yeah. go to a doctor.
3: Uh-huh. Well, At I the least, a towel. a towel or a t-shirt. In another... This story just really pissed me off, okay? But in another story, she talked about with his cruelty and how just cruel he was. They got into an argument. He stole her mom's ashes. And she never got them back.
2: What
0: the hell is he doing with Ashes
3: don't know but she to this day she has never gotten her mom's ashes back and that's what she said she's like who steals another person's ashes so finally one night jamie pushed one of Jane's son her seven-year-old specifically off the bed while maintaining eye contact with her and that's when she said she was done she flipped she says she understands it as him doing this as another way to get back at her But for her, that was the last straw. And that's what she didn't think he was expecting.
1: So after. Wait, I'm sorry. Get back at her for what? What did she do to him? Exist. What a hoe.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. Just what a hoe.
3: So after this, Jane said she immediately went to the kitchen, got two knives and told him basically to get out. Don't come back. And she kicked him out of the house. And she said that, actually, in this situation, her two older sons were actually defending him. I keep saying, actually, actually, in this situation, her two older sons were defending Jamie, and she was like, no, he's he's got to go now. That's where she put her foot down. He after this, um, sometime in between this, because it was uh, there wasn't a timeline. But during their marriage, he was in and out of jail. At one point, he did go into jail. He got sent to jail for domestic violence against her. When he got out of jail is when Jamie started doing meth and he got way worse. When after they were separated, he tortured this woman. He had a no contact order against him, but he would still call her, threaten her. Uh, He would drive up and down the road. And there were actually, I listened to uh, videos not videos, I'm sorry. 911 calls again on that podcast. And you can hear just the pure terror in her voice calling 911 so many times. Her family members calling 911 because he was calling her or he was going up and down the road, he was outside of the house. But by the police got there, by that time he was gone. So he was making her just look crazy in the eyes of the law.
0: And she's making her lose her mind slowly.
3: Ex- exactly. On November 8th, 2011, Asuna calls Jane and tells her to watch the news for a woman stabbed in the Morocco motel. Jane immediately calls police to report what Asuna said to her. And she asked if anybody had been hurt and she told them he said he stabbed a woman.
2: Police take her report and that's it. They didn't investigate.
1: And so that's why she wasn't
2: found for five days. Uh-huh. Exactly he
0: admit to someone.
2: hmm
3: But here's the thing. The El Morocco Motel was not a place where healthy people in good places in their life were found.
0: But regardless, regardless, Jesus like if you're God, saying there's meaning. someone, if there's someone that's like injured or something, don't you think they'd still respond?
3: I'm not sure. I had to, but I was animal control.
1: But I, I- it just... It's- uh, like somebody has to report it for
0: it was reported
1: to, well yes he admit
0: to I mean, stabbing someone at this hotel you should probably go check it out
1: but i mean they didn't know like the room number or the floor doesn't matter or have you? you can do a welfare check
0: mm-hmm. just go around knocking on
3: doors um, a welfare yeah. check that's basically it you go to the address like hey this person's lights have been on for three days and i haven't seen any movement can you do a welfare check now, most of the time, the fur you know, for the very first welfare check, all they can really legally do, the police is go around and knock on doors. But I mean, try.
1: Just try. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So but that's, that's, right? a, that's a little bit like, you know, iffy, because if somebody doesn't answer, they could just, you know, break down the door. But then, what they're you do know, necessarily. they were just straight up not there. No, no, they have to have a reason to break yeah. down the door. Then how would they get a reason if somebody just weren't there versus, oh, okay, if they smell something, they could have, something like that?
0: They could have also asked around, like, hey, we were told a woman was stabbed. Have you guys seen anything? Like, Have you anyone... heard
3: anything? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, they're not just going around, going into people. Like, they can knock on all the doors, but they can also go and say, hey, we have this report to
1: mm-hmm. the clerk.
0: Have, has anyone reported anything? Have you heard anything? And that can potentially direct them to the correct area. And granted, I get it. Their hands are tied in so many ways, but... Yeah,
3: because not only that, like I said, this is a... This is what you would call a seedy hotel. It was, you know, drug dealers were known there. Sex workers used it to turn their tricks. Like, it, hearing screams and stuff and finding people strung out was the norm for a place like this. So that, too, could be why police didn't take it seriously.
1: Could it also just kind of be the fact that he... I mean that she reported so much of him and then she kind of just reports this and it's like, oh well, you know, it doesn't it's not really worth it because every time that we go to her house, you know, he's not actually there.
0: It's not going to her house, and that's my or- thing. She's not reporting yeah. it for herself at this point. She's No, saying, no, no, hey, yeah, I know. He but- has he has actually told me, and so that's where I'm like, I would still think that's out of the norm enough. For them to say, mm-hmm. okay, maybe there's some truth to this.
1: Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah, but I see Bree's point too, where he could mm-hmm. have just made her unreliable at this point.
1: Yeah, because of the because of the amount of times. I mean, I don't think that she did cry wolf, but because of the amount of times that she cried wolf when the police officers went to her house and he wasn't there. I, yeah.
0: I get that. I do get that. Mm-hmm. I still, however, feel like she's telling people like someone's been stabbed. I I still feel like in that situation, just at least make an effort. Yeah. Dad, I don't know. Tell me what you think.
1: No, I, I totally agree with that. I'm just trying to, I guess, see the police's point of view. And the same thing that Amanda said, like, I mean, that it was not uncommon to hear like screams or what have you from that building. So no one would have really reported anything kind of out of the ordinary, because it's just kind of the same old, same old.
0: And I understand that, but also it's, something's already out of the ordinary. has been reported. I see both sides of the story. I get the police's side. I also get her side. I, I just don't fully understand why it wasn't investigated regardless because police there are there for public safety. Like I, they have a whole whole job and a whole career. And so in my mind, someone has said that, hey, he just told me he stabbed a woman that's not in the public safety benefit. So, I don't know. Dad, podfather, let us know. Oh, y'all. There's so much
2: more oh,
3: to talk Oh, I know about. there is. So, <laughs> when Pena's body was found, they finally go back to that report because they got a report about this a couple days ago. Jane maintains she never told police Osuna was responsible for the murder, but he did call her and tell her. 23-year-old Osuna was arrested later that month for the murder of Yvette Peña. He originally denied everything. And he expressed hope for the family to find the perpetrator. And he victim blamed. He accused her of using drugs and said, quote, Who knew what type of company she'd keep? Go to hell. Literally kick rocks, dude. Not any of his concern. Exactly. And even if she did, even if she was... You know, even if she abused drugs, she's still a freaking person. That crap, like, lower than society, no. That, that shit drives me wild.
1: She's still a mom, too. Like, she was mm-hmm. a great mom as well. She just had an addiction problem. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off. And this part was really crazy.
3: He is in jail for six years waiting to go to trial.
0: And Six years?
3: Yeah, yeah, right. Speedy trial. Been like yeah are a really long time. <sighs> uh huh. Okay. He gave these interv- these media interviews pretty much right after he'd been arrested, and I just thought this was cool as hell and really interesting. Olivia LaVois, I know I, I'm going to beat her name into y'all's heads, but like I said, she's a badass. She just so happens to fax over a request for an interview with him, and he agrees. So she goes down there. And she's talking to him and she gets a really good interview. It's on tape. It's on YouTube. She gets a really good interview that I think everybody needs to watch. And in the middle of this interview, or I'm sorry, not even in the middle, she says they walk into the room, her and her photographer. And
2: before they even start recording, he uh, confesses. And says that he did it. This but Why is on are they f- going to trial?
3: This is on a Friday, and he's going to court Monday.
2: Yeah. Why is there trial, then? Oh, I'll get into that. He, he, so he basically tells him, and he tells her everything,
3: and like I said, he admitted that the murder was premeditated, and, oh, he also admitted to being sadistic, he only killed her to get a rush, was his words, to get a rush. He later claimed to have met her one time and he went back the next night and just killed her out of opportunity because he was there and nobody else was. What a hoe. He never expressed remorse and still to this day does not express remorse.
0: Based off of how he looks in like his Mm mugshot, he looks like he's uninterested and unenthused like, okay, take my mugshot, you know?
3: And those are by years too. I believe the top one is 2007. The middle one is 2011. And that bottom one is the most recent. I couldn't find an exact year, but like, that's what he looks like now. Unless he's added another tattoo in there somewhere on his face. He even said on camera and recording, if he was given the option to go back in time, he would change nothing. He would do it over and over again. If he was released, he would do it again and he would be right back in prison.
0: And I quote, I loved what I experienced. Is he, is he like going for a, like a mental, what is it? Insanity plea or something? Like, I-
3: No, that's what's even more weird. He also tells her in this interview, he wants to plead guilty. He doesn't want to do all this. He hates being in jail. He wants to go to prison. But he tells her this because he says, think about her family. You know they don't want to do this. They don't want to be strung along for six years waiting. They don't want to go to trial and have to look at the pictures of what I did to their sister and daughter. And that's when the lady says, well, you sound remorseful. And he's like, no, I want to plead guilty and my lawyers won't let me.
0: You, You can do it without your lawyers, my friend.
3: Apparently he couldn't. It did end up, though, going over pretty well because when the reporter saw her family... That Monday in court, she went up and told them what was going on and that he wanted to plead guilty. So, spoiler alert, they eventually do let him. They come up with a plea deal and her family, Yvette Pena's family, doesn't have to see all of that in court. Oh, thank God.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just confused why he... I mean, it does feel like he sounds somewhat remorseful, at least for her family. But No, because he came out right after and he was like, no, I'm not remorseful.
3: This would just benefit both of us.
0: Because he wants to be in prison anyways.
3: Yeah, he wants to be in prison. He didn't like jail. I don't know the difference. but
1: oh.
0: Better food.
3: I have Actually, no idea. I guess. I don't know.
1: Maybe it's just for like a longer sentence. I don't know. Like that way, you know, he kind of knows... How long he's going to be in there versus the trial could go on for like a year, you know, and then um, he could be I don't there. think that He wasn't looking at a longer sentence. I don't know. He, I, was looking, I just, he was looking at two things. He was looking at life with Pearl and
3: life without Pearl. He probably would have been given the death sentence, I think is what it was, because his, he tortured yeah. Yvette Pena. He tortured her. And murder with torture gets a way higher price than murder mm-hmm. without torture. So he wasn't looking at ever getting out of jail, whether they killed him or not. He wasn't even going to get parole.
0: He just, he, he, just was, wanted, he accepted.
3: Yeah. He knew so. he wasn't getting out. He just wanted it over with, basically. It was another way for this piece of shit man to manipulate somebody. He basically manipulated that whole situation. While he was in jail awaiting his court date, he called child services multiple times to report Jane. He did this constantly. He called her from jail to threaten or harass her. And when he ran out of phone time, he had other inmates call and harass her. He mailed both Jane and the DA letters written in blood. Whose
2: blood? I don't know. Where did he get the blood?
3: He mailed Jane a dead rat.
2: Excuse you?
3: He mailed her. She said when she opened it, that's what she wants to know. She said when she opened it, a dead, squished rat fell out.
1: It's from Um, jail.
3: It's from the jail. She says she never got answers on how this was allowed. How? Yeah, don't they have packages? Well, they apparently, finally, did something right. And they caught him trying to mail a letter with Jane's address with instructions to kill her and burn the house down. So, I guess what? that's when they were like, yeah, we should probably step The rat's
0: her. fine, but no, you yeah. We probably for, don't do anything else.
3: For yeah. her
1: to kill herself or for how Someone he else. was
3: mailing to it to somebody her. else.
1: The, the letter had in. her address. Yeah, he well, was trying to mail it. He was trying to take
3: a hit out on her. Oh. Yeah. Shit. He wasn't mailing her to address. Her address was in the letter. No.
0: Yeah, she
1: doesn't oh, need her okay. own address.
0: She knows her
3: address.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I, I meant. I thought that it was like to her, not oh. within the letter. Shit! While hey he was, dick. While it's while he really changed court, from hoe to dick. It's getting
3: worse. While he Ooh. was in court, Osuna smiled and waved to Pena's family. He made faces at them. He yawned. He laughed. He drummed his fingertips together. He did the blah 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 hands while his sister was given a victim impact statement. He just seemed overall disinterested
0: that's what he looks like in his his pictures mm-hmm. just he doesn't give a shit mm-hmm.
3: during sentencing Pena's sister said she hoped one day osuna would stop smiling and feel remorse he slowly shook his head left and right and mouthed no no no
0: no repeatedly
3: Pena's family and friends oh i already told y'all that i'm sorry they had they had to wait six years to see this in court i don't know why that was way down there
0: probably because P- you wanted to reiterate it yes Which is really seems like a long time. You really wanted us to feel that statement.
3: I want you to feel this whole case because I'm pissed and we are almost halfway done. Okay. It gets so much. I fucking hate this guy. I said I was going to stop saying that on the podcast, the F-bomb. I was going to stop dropping it, but I fucking hate this
1: guy. I don't like it. I've been dropping it a couple times too. It it just, it depends on the mood. You know, if you really feel it, say it. (laughs) Don't say it any other time. Just if you really feel it. it. I say it about this guy. Say it. Don't spray it. (laughs) I was going
3: to do a raspberry, but she's sleeping. Oh.
1: (laughs) I I will spray it all the way over to Utah for you. (laughs) No, you will not. Good try, though. I'm kidding. No, how about, okay, I'll say it in a box, right? And then I'll seal it up. And then I will put, you know, like a, what is it called? Um, Oh, a bubble... Maker, you know, in the box, and then I'll fill it all up with my saliva. <laughs> and then when you open it, you just got to turn on the bubble maker. But oh, it's got my spit in it, not the bubble. That's no, foul. I'm not
0: opening any boxes from brie ever. Return to sender immediately. <laughs> yeah, by the
1: way by the way, um, be expecting a package from Amazon sometime soon because we sent you a little something for your birthday. Oh God! You are gonna love it. I don't know when it's arriving, but you're going to love it. Absolutely. I you
0: Is it a book? I'll accept it.
1: No, <laughs> it's teasing. not a book. Okay. It's something that you can hold though. Okay. Amanda, keep going.
3: Osuna accepted a plea deal in March, 2017, that traded the death penalty for life in prison. He entered guilty pleas to five felony charges. Those included murder, attempted murder, making threats, assault with, adop- assault with a deadly weapon, and trying to dissuade a witness. The prosecutor said after he was arrested, he had tried to prevent his former wife from testifying. Wait, time- what?
0: how Can he block that?
3: I have no idea. Probably so, honestly. Osuna was, like, everybody said, this dude just has scary ways of getting shit done. We'll talk about it a little more in the next episode, but... The entire time he was in prison and the majority of the time he was in jail, he was like no contact. He didn't have a cellmate. He wasn't supposed to be in contact with anybody. But look at his face. If he's not supposed to be in contact with people, how did he add all those tattoos to his face while he was in jail? He just said was he that had it a- while he was in
0: jail though or was that before? Mm-hmm.
3: That was while he was in jail. Everybody just said, like, they don't know how he was able to talk people into doing things, but he was able to make stuff happen, and not always in a good way. That's crazy. I mean, did he get, like, the 30 minutes of outside time? Could have been... Uh, he got an hour, but it was still... Nobody was alone. there. Alone, yeah. so, Nobody was yeah. there. He was just... <laughs> shit. I wouldn't want to be this dude's friend. And it ain't even because of the
1: face tattoos. I don't give a shit about that. It's because you're a piece of crap. They are kind of scary, though, not gonna lie. Just the... Number of face tattoos that he has on. And I don't even know what that symbol is. Up on top of his forehead. But it looks like something. like
0: It's a pentagram.
1: Yeah. He is a self-proclaimed.
3: He's a self-proclaimed. Douchebag. Satanist. He would be a. Oh god. I wrote this word down. Shit. He's not a modern day Satanist. He's a. It starts with a T.
0: Somebody help. I can't help on this one. Sorry. Uh, Theistic.
3: He's a theistic Satanist, which means he actually believes and worships in Satan. Most modern day, like the term Satan now, it doesn't really describe people like him. The term Satan now is the church of Satan who do not believe or worship Satan or any
0: deity. Okay. Continue, Amanda. I'm so, if you tell me that's where you're ending, I might be pissed.
3: No, I have a little more, (laughs) but you're still going to be pissed. So just get ready there. When he was sentenced Peña's, Yvette Peña's children were between the ages of 6 and 25 years old. He was set to be sentenced on May 15th, and the family chose that day because that would have been Peña's 42nd birthday. So he was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole on Peña's 42nd birthday, May 15th, and he gave the thumbs up to the judge. And that's where I'm ending.
1: Oh, God. As soon as the judge sentenced him, he... Just to make sure, the jury didn't. There wasn't a jury. It was yeah, there just wasn't a jury, a jury because no. he okay.
3: accepted a plea deal and pled guilty. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so he didn't go to trial. He just went to him, sentencing. He just gave him a thumbs up and he walked out. Yep. Marie,
0: that's like you telling me that I'm going to prison for seventy years, and I went cool. Thanks.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it was either that or he got the death penalty, right? The plea deal. Uh, the plea
3: deal is what saved him from getting the death penalty.
1: Yeah. What Bryce, what were you gonna say?
0: I don't even remember Brie. oh, I know what it was. That? you realize this is a two- part episode. That means that there's more.
3: oh, by the way, listeners, this is a two part episode,
0: Oh, yeah, spoiler alert,
3: two parts. Sorry, <laughs> can't how I, that, Sorry. I, I
2: don't
0: kept, think you did, but hey, I by the way, kept,
3: I just kept adding pages, y'all. I just kept freaking adding them because this guy, oh, I can't I can't stand. He said,
0: doo doo,
1: okay. And when I forget because I will, um just remind me that my last story is on my phone and not on google docs like if y'all don't see me taking out my phone and be like hey just so y'all know my last story is on my phone it is
0: you mean like the story for today
1: uh story for the cryptid that i'm doing story of a sighting that story
2: causes
0: me stress um I really can't stand him, Dad. Why'd you make us do that, Podfather? Yeah, Podfather. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> you just triggered the hell out me. I'll let you know what he says. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Maybe Bree has something not quite as
2: terrible.
1: um Bryce, you're gonna hate me for this. But well, let's get started anyway.
0: You guys for things. Okay. It's already. Hilarious. I just naturally hate you guys in general. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: I'm kidding. Well, you know what? We hate you too. So <laughs> shut up.
0: <laughs> I kind of feel like you set yourself up for that, though.
1: You set
2: yourself up for that. But did I? You definitely
0: did. No, that's okay. It can be a mutual hate. Also, didn't okay. you, you have pictures? Oh, they're there they are. Never mind. Yes, ma'am. I found those. Go ahead and look at all of
1: them. I like the you last one. That I was had
0: my a favorite. Fuck right on off.
1: Hey, Bryce, I'm going to need you to look at all of these photos for me. You can't force me to do anything. I can tell you to look at my photos because you're going to have to post them on Instagram anyways, so you'll have to look at them regardless. Yes, you,
0: you act like I'm oh, posted pictures on a timely manner. Like it's I not have. like
1: you're never going to do it. Mm. Okay. This one. So, y'all, they already know, but I figured they I'd touch on something close to home a cryptid kind of known around texas and the rio grande valley rio grande valley whatever you want to call
0: it at first when you said close to home i thought you were talking like the podcast and i'm like is this a shot at me again
1: but never mind texas (laughs) okay (laughs) sorry about that you're not that special bryce but i am um yeah and you know i figured i'd horrify bryce so there you go um she hates this is the best one but i haven't told y'all what it is yet Um, This story has been passed down for centuries and is rooted in Mexican and Texan folklore. This is the story of La Lechuza. Lechuza in English means owl. And this cryptid is basically a huge owl that kills people. I love him. Um, It's actually her. Her. I love her. Oh, I love her even more. Yeah, girl power. But maybe do not. Don't kill me. Thanks. Hashtag sorry, not sorry.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm fine with birds. They just need to keep their distance. Don't come in my house. Don't come near me. We're good. We're fine.
1: So legend has it, Lachusa was a witch who was exposed for practicing the devil's magic, meaning she essentially sold her soul to the devil in exchange for powers. The townsfolk were not happy with this, so they just murdered her. To enact her revenge, she Wait. came back. As a creepy bird lady, yes. Hold is that on, just what? how
0: you take care of witches? Is you just murder that? Like murder, I'm, still- I'm I'm not
1: exactly sure how <laughs> they did it. They could have like burned her at the stake or something like that, but they just straight up killed her. Okay. murdered her. So yeah, they're not just happy. Just right over we're in agreement, because <laughs> he used her mystical powers. So they were like, shit, we can't. So they were like, shoot, we can't do this anymore.
0: It was so nonchalant how there you were like they just didn't like her, so they killed her like. Okay, oh, because but she I sold herself to
1: the devil, they didn't like her. Because she sold herself to the devil, she was just a normal lady before. Then all of a sudden she had these mystical powers. She was said to sell herself to the devil, and that's what happened. In fact, she was also a shapeshifter and could appear as an ordinary witch during the day and a huge bird-like figure with a woman's face at night. With a woman's face? Yeah. So it's not just her, though. A lot of these stories essentially say that a Lachusa, one second, that a Lachusa is any normal woman who sells her soul to the devil to be given mystical powers. There could be tens, there could be hundreds, or there could just be this one. Nobody really knows. Yes, Bryce, you had a question.
0: Maybe they identify as a woman or maybe they identify as a man. Can you please be respectful? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's just say they. Very true. That's very true. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Go on. And. <laughs> By the way, she is also referred to, or she was at the time before she was killed, referred to as a bruja, which is literally witch in Spanish. It is also Bryce. Bryce bruja bruja. Yeah. bruja uh-huh. is Bryce in English. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bryce, you're, you're a cryptid, right? You change mm-hmm. into an owl with a woman's face at night? No, I'm just a witch with a B. bee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like a bumblebee or? No, like just like the letter B instead of W. Oh, I got, I'm oh, picking up what you're putting down here. That. Are you? Are you sure?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't. I always refer to you in our text messages. So that's why, because I'm the other B. You can't, nobody else can refer to. Yeah, but right now Bryce is calling herself B
3: with
0: itch at the end.
1: I'm calling myself uh, a bitch. Oh, okay. I didn't get the itch part. My B.
0: That's why <laughs> I said I was a witch, but with a B.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't get the witch part. <laughs> My bee. Um, Her description varies. Some describe her as seven feet tall with a 15 foot wingspan and the face of an old woman. And others describe her as a small bird also with the face of an old woman. She only comes out at night. She flies through the air and or perches on trees and looking for things, mostly people, to kill. Um, oh, yeah. If you hear a bird screech at night, that's essentially an omen saying that Lala is coming out and looking for her next meal.
3: I'm dead. What are you talking about? Like any bird? There's an owl that lives in the tree outside my
0: bedroom window. There are birds that live in our trees.
1: La La Chisa is coming to get you. That's
0: okay. Um, she has Can also we...
1: said to w- What?
3: Keep going. I was just going to ask if we could be friends.
0: Yeah. I'll get to that part. Um, also, I'm not super concerned because there was a bird massacre in my front yard. Which cat did it? I don't know. So I feel pretty protected from birds. I was trying to figure out what the
2: hell you were talking about.
0: My cats
1: went crazy. He he would not survive outside. (laughs) You him? No, my cat. My cat would not survive outside. He is indoor only. Um, She is also said to whistle outside your window or screech until you're so irritated that you open your window and bam. She scratches her eyes out. That's
0: fucking rude. I only have one good eye. I don't you. have any, but I still I, need. I don't her. know if she
1: kills you too, but I know that she scratches your eyes out if she makes that whistling sound outside your window. So just be prepared, y'all. You what if know it's like a creepy?
3: What if it's like a? Crrr, crrr. That's not a whistle. That's a. Coo. That's like a coo. Yeah. yeah. Is that okay though? Is
1: that like affectionate? Will she just like pat my eyes if I hear her doing no, that? No. She actually likes to disguise her voice to the sound of a baby crying outside of your door and she will literally wait to pounce then swoops you away in her talons forever she's also known to carry full-grown men with her talons just uh,
3: being a baby crying outside my door is a good way to be ignored because i have enough of those and i'm not looking for
1: anymore i mean if if i had a baby crying outside my door i would be i would like go outside and be like Yo, what's going on? Did somebody just leave a baby at my doorstep?
0: That's what the ring doorbell is for. Yeah. You got to check that first.
1: Um, also, if she is super hungry, she will essentially find a car filled with people as her next meal and run you off of the road so she can eat all of you.
0: Does it specify how many people have to be in this car?
1: Um, it just depends on how hungry she is. It could be one to... So it could be
0: like a whole bus. Yeah. So don't ride buses anymore.
3: Ma'am, how hungry are you on a scale of one to carpool lane?
0: She's in the bus transit lane.
2: So we're good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and she also has the power to make your vehicle's battery die.
3: Absolutely not. That's where I draw the line. No, because now I'm just sitting here. Waiting have on my husband.
1: Problems. So at that, point, at that point, she won't try to like run you over. You know, she'll literally just push your car off the road. And yeah, she got
0: superhuman strength too. I'm so well, I mean, that.
1: A, an owl that can literally carry the size of a grown man, that's pretty big.
0: That's not car big.
3: Well, again, you know, if insurance doesn't cover Mothman, I seriously doubt he's going to cover, how do you say this thing? Let you, let, La lechusa. It sure La- as hell doesn't cover La Lechuza. You
0: got it. Nice. <laughs> you know what? I think State Farm covers everything. They've seen it all.
3: Oh, What a good neighbor. <laughs> State Farm is there.
1: <laughs> okay. Also, you can't shoot her. Because legend says that if you shoot La Lechuza, you'll end up dead instead.
0: Is that just for the rhyming aspect?
1: No okay Wait, what? what is the rhyming aspect
0: you'll end up dead instead
1: oh no your poet <laughs> didn't know it <laughs> <laughs> i said the rhyme didn't know i did the crime <laughs> okay um also if you dream about her that means someone in your family will die so sorry if y'all have bad dreams about lala chusa tonight um, that's not on me what it the is hell
0: so I got to drink enough NyQuil tonight to drown out any dreams.
1: It's a good thing I don't dream. Joke's on y'all.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't Finally. dream often. You but know I want to do a story over dreaming because I have heard so many people say that they don't dream. But everybody dreams. It's just a matter of whether or not you remember it. Uh-huh, you have at wrong. least one dream because every single night. Regardless. I don't, I don't slip into that
3: no? state of sleep. Yeah, no, you I wake sleep up sleep like real. every hour or two because yeah. of anxiety. And I can't take my sleeping pills because I'm nursing. So I
2: just don't sleep. (laughs) Joke's on you.
3: I don't sleep good
1: enough to dream. (laughs) Well, Bryce, then that... I don't either. That was for you. (laughs) You're welcome. Just take NyQuil tonight and you'll forget about the face in the morning. But then in two weeks, you'll have to post it online. So you'll remember it again.
0: And I'll just drink myself to sleep that night too.
1: Um, there have also been instances, however, that people have encountered La Lachusa and instead of killing them, she merely shows her presence. However, it was cold that night. Let her be. This just indicates that something more dangerous is about to come, such as a deadly hurricane or a tornado, other natural disasters, or something that's more sinister such as torturing or something like that. Not a fan. The good news is that there is a way to get rid of La Lachusa. Can y'all guess what Oh, perfect. I was going to ask her? if we could get... Yeah. Um, no, you can't become friends with her. She's not very nice. Wooden steak. No.
0: Um, would it have anything to do with throwing salt in her eyes?
1: It does have to do with salt. I'm almost there. Um, Does it involve geese? No.
0: <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> I was hoping. I thought you were the on something. Phone. <laughs> yeah, I really thought
1: you were onto something there. So the only way to get rid of La Le- La La is with salt or by screaming and cursing
0: at it. Oh, we oh, heard Oh my gosh, Easy. Amanda, we were born for this.
1: I have never but been more qualified in my I, life.
0: I think I might be but overqualified. Just remember
1: that if she does encounter you, but she doesn't end up killing you, some you're you're gonna essentially die anyway, some other way. Nah.
0: I got seven lives left.
3: That's okay. okay. I get to cuss, I get to cuss her out and throw <laughs> some rock salt at her first. Because rock salt hurts more because it's bigger.
0: Yes. Yep. Listen, Amanda, I think you and I were born for that. Yes. So. We
3: now hunt
0: Lala Chusa. La what the hell is this thing? Lala Chusa.
3: Lala Chusa.
1: That's
3: okay. what we do. Now you Can know how to
1: in Spanish. Yeah. Matches. Yes. Hats. Badges. Oh, badges. jackets
2: and hats. Yes. And badges.
1: Not the whole club.
2: What do you say?
3: Y'all. I just had. We just did it. Okay, take this um, out. But that can be our first fucking t-shirt. The Lala Chusa badge.
0: Oh my gosh, let's do it.
1: Okay. <laughs> but y'all have to come to the Texas Rio Grande Valley to actually somewhat encounter this owl. Done. Like on
0: Amanda. Yeah. Can we go tonight? I'll meet you there.
1: <laughs> okay. Wait, I can't go
0: tonight. <laughs> I've got work in the morning. <laughs> I well, I'll too. be there about the morning, so. Listen, I'll just call in sick. Actually, that's not true. I'll just take <laughs> my about- laptop with.
1: <laughs> How about y'all drive overnight? Um, we can meet at my house, and then I'll drive the, west- the rest of the way to Big Bend, where the, Rio- where the Rio Grande is.
0: I kind of get a feeling I shouldn't trust your driving, and I don't know why that is. There's a gut instinct in me. I'm He's actually saying, let Amanda drive.
1: Otherwise, because he likes to make fun of me, but I'm actually a very good driver. No, my gut feeling
0: is saying, let Amanda drive, because she's a defensive driver, because she's used to having a baby in the car with her.
3: And I have an SUV. I just
0: speed. That's it.
3: I just what? speed. That's not. Speed. I thought she said, I just peed. And I'm like, why is that? <laughs> I just peed? Peed. <laughs> Oh my god, no. I'm the best driver because I just peed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I speed. That's it. That's (laughs) the only driving. I've literally gotten probably about four tickets for speeding, but all of them are off of my record, so I've got a clean record. I was about to
3: say, you're reaching your point max here.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it was three. I think it was three, and then I got like one warning. Okay. Story time. So, there have been some stories of encounters on of La ch- La Chusa.
0: La Cucaracha.
1: La La Chusa.
0: Amanda calls it. La
1: Cucaracha. <laughs> the, cockroach. <laughs> the cockroach. Isn't that a song? Cucaracha. <laughs> yeah. Cucaracha. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> the,
0: the, I think there's actual words. It is.
1: Well, I mean, that's. <laughs> the I don't know word. what they are.
0: No, it's not. Ay, 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 ay. It, 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 there's actual oh, there Spanish are? words.
1: Oh. Maybe that's just what I got from TV shows. I don't know. Okay. But here is story number one. And these are all like direct quotes. Well, the first two are direct quotes from Reddit. And no, I did not get the name of the person who wrote them. But if you would like to take credit, please let us know. And we take credit. put you down. (laughs) Bryce, this was not you. If you encountered an owl-like woman, you would be terrified for your life. You would pee yourself.
0: If I even noticed her, I'm too oblivious most of the time.
1: Okay. Story number one. I swear on my life. I saw that bird. I saw it when I was about nine or 10. I lived in South of San Antonio along 35 between two little towns called Von Orme and Little, Spot with a Y. I was at home alone waiting for my dad to get home from work. I was on the couch watching SpongeBob, which was my favorite show. It was a bit late. What? Preach. Oh. Uh, It was a bit late. The sun had set maybe an hour or so before, but the moon was full and lit everything. But the moon was full and lit everything enough that you could see like a dim light was on. My grandma's house was on the same plot of land about 100 yards in front of my house. I looked out the window because I saw movement near her back door. I thought my dad had stopped by there first and was walking home. I ran outside on the front porch to wave at him and yell hello. But it wasn't my dad I saw out there. I saw this massive, in all caps, bird. I mean, this thing had to have been the size of Big Bird from Sesame Street in parentheses, my kid memory might be exaggerating that a little, but it was huge, much bigger than any hawk or buzzard I'd seen before. End It was sitting on the picnic table in my grandma's yard, and it was looking dead at me. And it was looking dead at me. I froze, but didn't feel too scared. I was, really ju- I was just really interested in this giant bird outside. It was jet black. All I could see was the outline of it and the eyes shining in the moonlight. I slowly went back inside and peeked at it through the window of the front door. I was so amazed by it. I had never seen anything like it. We stared. Don't at be it. amazed by that. You're you're amazed by it, Bryce? I knew you would be. No, I knew you would. No, don't be amazed I by knew it.
0: You if it's not natural, don't don't be amazed by it. Be frightened. We stared at it. and then call the La La Chucha Police, which is me and Amanda and Brie.
1: La La Chusa. Yes.
0: La La Chusa. Sorry. It's
1: spelled with a Z, but it is pronounced with an S. La La Chusa.
0: Well, that's Spanish. Yeah. So
1: We stared at it. The La
2: Chusa birds. Because
0: we're going to have to get the name right if we're going to be the police of
1: them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We stared at it we stared at each other like this for a few minutes suddenly it spread its wings and flew away i told my dad about it when he got home about an episode of spongebob 15 minutes later he laughed it off but i told my grandma the next morning while eating breakfast and she went crazy
3: she started saying "She is in her right mind yup, that grandma knew so. you don't fuck with an abuela they know
1: abuelas mm-hmm. know all the stories mm-hmm. She started saying prayers and rubbing eggs on me and stuff.
0: I love the eggs.
1: (laughs) Then she told me the story of La Lechisa, which I had never heard before. It sent shivers down my spine, knowing that it was staring at me so intensely. After thinking about it for a few days, though, I started to wonder maybe if it wasn't there to hurt me, but to warn me about something. Sure enough, a few weeks later, a huge storm came through. There was a funnel cloud nearby, but it never actually touched down. The winds did a lot of damage to my house, but my grandma's was completely untouched. And that picnic table was the only piece of furniture outside that was not blown away. That is the end of story number one.
2: Well, they didn't die. That's right. We'll be fine. Amanda, will be fine. So I think we can take her, honestly. Yeah.
1: Okay, so it's either an owl or it's a seven foot, 15 foot wingspan.
2: The Mothman's got my back. He can take that wingspan easy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mini Moth is on our yeah. side.
1: Mini Moth if it's the owl size, Mothman if it's the same size that Mothman is. I still got my money well, on.
0: Mini moth will be a full-grown Mama or moth man, man moth.
1: What mammoth? I,
0: mean, a I don't know.
3: Mini man will be a full-size it Wouldn't be mini moth so. anymore. It'd be something else. He'd be a mammoth He might still <laughs> He'd be a mammoth. It's M A A M moth.
0: No, I thought it was M A W moth.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, mammoth. Mammoth.
3: Like yeah, my like the grandmotherly Mamaw. moth.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: The abuela moth? <laughs> nah, <nahm off. laughs> okay, she didn't like it either. Okay.
1: okay, my bad. This next story is not oh. actually from Reddit, but from a girl named oh. Claudia Sedio, which I found her um, post online. So it's not from Reddit. My first and only encounter with... La La Chusa was when I was about 10 years old playing in my front yard at night running barefoot when suddenly a harsh piercing scream resonated through the night. Concerned, I looked for the source. Then I saw it. A huge white owl ruffling its feathers, revealing an enormous wingspan as it sat perched on a tree branch. I stared at its eerie white appearance which seemed to glow against the night until my mother came out, came and so my mother came running out. Get inside! It's Lala
2: Chusa! That's the end. <laughs> oh.
0: Hey, she didn't die either. She was able to post on Reddit. How do you know? Because oh. that was in the first person.
1: Okay, y'all. That's the end.
2: What about the one on your phone? Okay. Was that it? Yeah, I was testing, y'all.
0: <laughs> right? I already forgot. I, you, I got you. I didn't even understand what you were asking, so you can't even blame... I said what, like, six times.
1: What? 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 Exactly. What? What? Was that six? Sure. Okay. Um. I have a final story for y'all. In October of 1975, Robstown, Texas, police officers started getting calls about a monster bird. When they heard of this, la Lachusa came to mind, but the papers did not mention her whatsoever. They only mentioned, quote, a monster bird, End quote. A few said the creature had human feet, and others said it had animal feet, but none of the callers reported the same type of animal. However, everyone agreed on one specific point. It had the body of a bird, and it was flying around the town. Then a television station ran a segment on these rumors and the sightings just randomly stopped. A few more sight. wait. I said a few more sightings popped up in Banquette than Alice. And I don't know what Alice means. So we're just gonna go with it and not say Alice. A few more sightings popped up in Banquette, Texas. And by January 1976, Residents in the Rio Grande Valley were reporting sightings of a large bird. Sorry,
3: I think Alice, Texas is a place. I think that's a town in Texas. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Then, hey, Brie, you're the Texas, you're the Texpert. So you you're supposed what? to know I, that. I
1: don't know many cities and many smaller cities in Texas. So leave me alone. I don't I know why I know that
3: city. I think I heard about it from a case or something. I don't know.
1: A few more sightings popped up in Banquette, Texas, then Alice, Texas as well. And by January 1976, residents in the Rio Grande Valley were reporting sightings of a large bird. Two Santa Two San Benito police two San Benito policemen spotted a bird with a 10 to 12 foot wingspan flying over a lagoon. A radio station offered to essentially capture this bird. They wanted to capture this big bird. Big bird, such as the reference.
0: Big bird is on Sesame Street. Such
1: as the reference from Sesame Street, but it was just a large bird. They ended up calling it big bird for the kind of catchphrase, I guess.
2: It should be easy to find then. They know what street he lives on. Sesame Street. It's in the Rio Grande. Oh.
0: (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Didn't I say he lived yeah. on Sesame Street? I saw Bree just ignores me. It's fine. I', no, know I don't technology. I
1: don't no, it's just that I was I was so invested into this story and then y'all just made a fool of it with Sesame Street. He's not located she, no. she is not located on Sesame Street. She's located in the Rio Grande Valley. Thank you, the end.
0: That's not, we didn't make a fool of them. Whoever's
1: calling her Big Bird yeah. did. I just capitalized on it. I did not look up how to pronounce this name. I'm just going to go for it. Alvarico Guajardo. <laughs> that probably sounds so white. Alvarico Guajardo. Guajardo. I don't know. Um, in Brownsville told of hearing a noise outside of his home and he went out to check. He was confronted by a four foot tall bird with a long beak and eyes as big as silver dollars, but its face looked more like a bat than a bird. It's a big old eye. I'm sorry.
3: I was sitting there like mulling it over in my head. With silver dollar eyeball. We're probably at what? Like nickels. Not quite a quarter.
1: I mean, a silver dollar is thicker than a quarter, though, right? I was thinking about diameter. Diameter. I mean, I feel like they're the same as a quarter, maybe even bigger, like a coin, right? Like the dollar coin,
0: like that size. I used to, yeah, I used to collect them. They're pretty
2: big.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I gotta take. My yeah, that's what well. I was
3: saying. It took a second to process, but that eyeball
1: compared to ours—that's a big old eyeball. Think about that on an owl. Nah. I mean, I like owls, so I'm okay with that.
0: I do like owls. But... Oh my
1: gosh, y'all. Speaking of owls, did y'all see that owl that's been roaming around social media recently? It's just like a wet owl. Jack Terrifying. literally Thomas. has it as his screensaver. That's wonderful. I appreciate Jack as a person. I would rather be his screensaver, not the owl. Not a wet owl that he doesn't even know. Okay. After these valley sightings, Detective Melvin from Robstown Police, Wait. After these valley sightings, Detective Melvin Arnold with Robstown Police invited a photographer to come and see this big bird that everyone was talking about. Back around the time of the original newscasts, Arnold received a call from some kids that the bird was sighted. He said, and I quote, a bunch of kids fixed them up, a dummy of this big bird and hung it in a tree and called police. We went out there and got it and brought it to the police station. End quote.
0: Can't stand kids for this type of crap. However,
1: this doesn't explain all the other sightings that that were reported earlier. Nobody knows if that was actually... La luchisa, or if it was just the naughty kids playing games. But yeah, it wasn't reported after that in Robstown. However, it was reported in different cities and different towns, such as the ones that I named earlier, Alice and. Put it back.
0: So it's just other kids got more inspiration. Damn kids making our cryptids heart. Cryptids hard to tell if they're freaking real or not,
3: right? Like, stop making my only job so difficult. This is all okay, I have. But... go deal with the emus instead. But go this, go deal with the emus oh, instead. Oh, that's targeting my story. I was about to be like, hey, that was a good one.
0: No, I'm saying like those teens can go deal with the emus instead. Yeah. That would be a good job for them.
1: Hmm. I would just like to point out though that this story has been going on for literally like centuries. It's a I mean, I said this before, but it's a Mexican and Texan folklore. Um, well, mostly Mexican. That's why it's called La Lachusa and not The Owl. I feel like The Owl would just kind of be boring. La Lachusa sounds more, I don't know, frightening, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been passed down for... The story has literally been passed down for centuries.
0: I like it, but... Bryce, also, can you my
1: pictures. I put that first one in yeah, the all of for them. you.
2: That one doesn't really freak me out. No,
1: really? Which one freaks you out the
0: most? None of them are that bad. Favorite one's the last I one. I think the one, the last one, I think is the one that freaks me out the most. And I think it's just because the owl's neck has been like, what
1: is this? You know, the owls can literally turn their necks 360 degrees.
0: Fully aware, yeah. They have
1: to like, turn it back around you know like they turn it all all the way this way do they have to turn it all all the way back around
2: yeah (laughs) that's
1: almost
3: exactly how they do it too i think
0: exactly (laughs) they do the they have their wing up like doing the whole hand motion too
1: i got it i'm an owl now guys i'm lalachusa half woman half owl be prepared for my flight at night (laughs)
0: Okay, have fun.
2: Oh, wait, Amanda, that means that we're policing her. That means that we
3: get to cuss her out.
1: Hell yeah. Actually, sorry. um, This podcast no longer nope. uses um, profanity, so Bull you shit. can't... So Bull fucking shit. shit. So you... <laughs> Bull caca. Well, you know what? I'll just kill you with my talents then.
0: We're just going to cuss you out. Yeah, and die in you a know few what, weeks. Bryce,
1: I know where you live now. I will literally just come to your house and perch up on your tree at night. I got,
0: I got cats that take care of my bird problems. So good
1: luck with that. I'm a I human, house. not a bird.
0: So winged creatures. I don't
1: have wings. Do the same I've thing. Got arms
0: yet? You would, you would, if you were Lala Chusa. All right. Um. Well, that was a good one. That was. I mean, you think it scared me. I'll be fine. Stop looking at the pictures. Drink plenty of NyQuil.
1: I was going to say water. Yeah, you water. know, drink double the amount of NyQuil that it actually says. That way, you know, you can... Oh, uh, did you already mix it in? There you go.
0: No. Oh, I, thought, I, thought thought you were, water. I thought
1: you were showing Ooh, us. Whoa.
0: That's just my water. It's not...
1: It looks like very strawberry pink, right? flavored water because it looks like it's not it is. strawberries. Nice. Thanks for that. Um
0: a good one. I think I'll have more nightmares from Amanda's story, but that's just because that's like a real human doing that type of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. So Lalichisa is real. If you, real if, you t- if you, oh yeah, I forgot to say this. If you say that she's not real, she will come and haunt you in your dreams, and one of your family members will die. I feel like I just made that up. My head yeah, head I really
0: was gonna it, say I feel like that's not true. but yeah, I was gonna say
3: I feel like there's a high probability that's made up.
0: Yeah, on the spot uh um, mine is
1: definitely more scary because
0: it can haunt you in your dreams no man is is because that could be proven and other people will get inspiration from that type of bullshit oh, and God. people are so messed up that they're going to continue doing that so anyways thank you all for listening to hell on heels podcast to see pictures from this episode you can follow us on instagram at hell on heels podcast twitter at hell on heels pod or by face or on facebook by simply searching hell on heels podcast You can find us on Linktree by typing in Hell on Heels Podcast. If you want to support us, please like, review, rate, share, and subscribe on your preferred listening platforms. If you want to take your support one step further so we can create more content for you guys, you can donate through Patreon where we're working to release specials for Patreon. If you have your own true crime or paranormal stories, suggestions, or just words of encouragement, please email us at hellonheelspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to tell your friends to listen with you. And this has been Hell on Heels Podcast. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye. Ba black
3: sheep. Bye. <laughs> Shut Shut up. Up. Because was I'm, imitating me. That's what all that's all I heard was Brie from Ba Bah Bye.
2: bye, bye. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. up.